Hi, this is Pastor Louisa from the Rock Community Church. Thanks for joining us today in our Bible reading plan. Our hope and prayer is that you discover more of who Jesus is. Hey Church, it's Taylor back with you again, reading through the Bible. Um, Yesterday we did Acts 7 and it's a big chapter. It has over 50 verses and we didn't read anywhere near even half of it. But before we jump into Acts 8 today, I just want to give a bit of a recap on where Acts 7 ends because it has um, Stephen basically preaching the gospel or the Old Testament to these people, but he ends with um, them killing him. He gets stoned. But right at the end, verse 59 um, to 60, he is so humbly dying, essentially. And it says this, As they hurled stone after stone at Stephen, he prayed out loud, Lord Jesus, accept my spirit into your presence. And then it says that he crumbled to his knees and he shouted with a loud voice. He said, Our Lord, don't hold this sin against them. And then he died. And so that's where we're coming from. That is Acts 7, and that's where it ends. And so now we're going to jump into today's reading, which is Acts chapter 8. Now Saul agreed to be an accomplice to Stephen's stoning and participated in his execution. From that day on, a great persecution of the church in Jerusalem began. All the believers scattered into the countryside of Judea and amongst the Samarians, except the apostles who remained behind in Jerusalem. God-fearing men gave Stephen a proper burial and mourned greatly over his death. Then Saul meticulously persecuted the church of God, going from house to house into the homes of believers and arresting both men and women and dragging them off to prison. Although the believers were scattered by persecution, they preached the wonderful news of the word of God wherever they went. Philip travelled to a Sumerian city and preached to them the wonderful news of the Anointed One. The crowds were eager to receive Philip's message and were persuaded by the many miracles and wonders he performed. Many demon-possessed people were set free and delivered as evil spirits came out of them with loud screaming and shrieking, and many people who were lame and paralysed were also healed. This resulted in an uncontainable joy filling the city. Now there was a man who lived there who was steeped in sorcery. For some time he had astonished the people of Samaria with his magic boasting to be someone great. Everyone, from the least to the greatest among them, was dazed with his sorcery, saying this man is a great wizard of all. The divine power of God walks among us. For many years everyone was in awe of him because of his astonishing display of the magic arts. But as Philip preached the wonderful news of God's kingdom realm, And the name of Jesus, the Anointed One, many believed his message and were baptised, both men and women. Even Simon believed and was baptised. Wherever Philip went, Simon was right by his side, astonished by the miracles, signs and enormous displays of power that he witnessed. When the apostles in Jerusalem heard that the Samaritans had accepted God's message of life, they sent Peter and John to pray over them so that they would receive the Holy Spirit. For they had only been baptised in the name of the Lord Jesus and were yet to have the baptism of the Holy Spirit fall upon them. As soon as Peter and John arrived, they laid their hands on the Samaritan believers. One after another, the Holy Spirit fell and filled each one of them. When Simon saw how the Holy Spirit was released through the laying on of the apostles' hands, he approached them and offered them money, saying, I want this power too. 
I'm willing to pay you for the anointing that you have so that I can lay my hands on everyone to receive the Holy Spirit. Peter rebuked him and said, Your money will go with you to destruction. How could you even think that you could purchase God's supernatural gift with money? You will never have this gift or take part in this ministry, for your heart is not right with God. Repent this moment for allowing such wickedness to fill you. Plead with the Lord that perhaps he would forgive you the treachery of your heart. I discern that jealous envy has poisoned you and blinds you as a captive to sin. Simon begged, Peter, please pray to God for me. Plead with him so that nothing you just said over me may come to pass. So we're going to stop there at verse 24. And the next story in Acts 8 is Philip and the Ethiopian. It's an amazing story where Philip's walking along. There's a guy in a cart. He's an Ethiopian. He works for some rich people um, and he's reading the word of God. And Philip helps him understand it. Philip baptizes him, and then Philip actually gets transported to a different place. So crazy story. But what I want to make note of here is um, how the gospel was spreading throughout the world. Um, Saul was persecuting people. He was killing people. We'd just seen him stoning someone to death. And so now the gospel is being spread and being preached. And I love this in um, verse 8. It says, This resulted in an uncontainable joy filling the city. What an amazing thought that is, that if we could preach the gospel in such a way that is real and relevant, it could be a joy that is uncontainable that would fill the city. And in this scripture, we see Simon, who at the time was basically a fraud, and and tricking people with magic, he's seen the real deal of the Holy Spirit and he wanted to buy it. He wanted to buy it off Peter and Peter rebuked him and said, mate, you, how dare you? You cannot buy this gift. And, and we know that Simon goes on to become an amazing man of God. If you want to keep reading and listening, that'll be further on in our readings. But be challenged today. A few things, persecution, one, can actually force us to go harder after the gospel and see God do amazing miracles. And secondly, if we are faithful to the word of God, we're faithful to what God has done in our hearts, we might even see a result of an uncontainable joy filling our city, our homes, our schools, our workplaces, our families. That is the prayer that I have for us. So how about we pray? Thank you, Jesus, that you came to this earth and that you died for us. But thank you, Lord, that you left us your Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit that teaches, that convicts, and fills hearts with joy. We pray, Lord, as we go about our days, that we would preach the gospel, preach a message that does exactly that, brings joy that is uncontainable to our lives and those around us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for joining us today in our Bible reading plan. Don't miss future episodes. Click follow to subscribe and share with a friend. Have a great day.